to the podcast. So I do want to apologize for the last two episodes. I don't know what happened, but somehow my mic had some type of issue and I had to replace it. So I've been waiting for two new mics to come in um, because, you know, if you pay attention to this podcast, you know, I always have guests. Um, so I had to wait for them to come in. They came in today. I'm going to try to get this uploaded tonight. Um, but I want to thank you all for being very patient with me um, because, oh my gosh, it has uh, been a journey. Also, I took a month off because I actually damaged my laptop somehow when I was backpacking and I had to get a new laptop. So my wallet is not agreeing with all of these circumstances. But we're here today and um, we're going to be talking about, we're still in Australia at this point, um, we're going to be talking about Byron Bay, Australia. And I'm actually going to do this podcast alone because the other day I was listening back on some of my podcasts from this summer and I didn't pay much attention to them this summer. I just, I was so busy that I tried to put out my best work, but I didn't, I, di- I didn't really know how they turned out. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to listen to how I sound when I'm alone. So I turned on like one of my podcast episodes the other day while I was just walking somewhere just to hear like, did it even sound good? Like, is it weird if I do a podcast alone? Like, even though I did that all summer and I actually want to say that I kind of, I don't know if I prefer them, but I, I kind of think I do. I love having guests on. I love getting their raw, natural reactions, but I thought I did a decent job doing a podcast alone. So I'm going to go back to my roots and we're going to do this podcast alone. The next one will have someone on and all the other ones. I think I'm going to have a guest on for all my New Zealand episodes, but we're going to do one alone. You know, it's just going to be me and you. We're just going to be chatting this up. And like I said, we're in Byron Bay, Australia. So funniest thing, before I even went to Byron Bay, I heard a lot of things about it and a lot of good things. Um, And I didn't know if for that reason, if I was going to like Byron Bay because I almost thought, oh, is it going to be too touristy? Is it going to be, you know, like too basic? Um, Because everyone was telling me, oh, if you go to Byron Bay, you're going to fall in love. Like you're going to love the place. Like everyone that goes there ends up staying longer than they thought they were going to. And I thought it was just super cliche, but then what ended up happening is it ended up being my favorite spot in Australia. So, well, I guess sometimes people are right. (laughs) Um, I had some really awesome roommates there. I got to know my three roommates, maybe four at one point, but mostly three of them. They were so cool. All three of them were. I still keep keep in touch with, I want to say all three of them, like not keep in touch, but I still uh, like follow them on Instagram and whatnot, and they are incredible. Um, and I I decided, okay, so during the summer, I was taking a summer accounting class, and that is honestly one of the worst college classes I've ever taken, um, mostly for the sole reason that my professor was very not involved everything you had to teach yourself. There was no weekly videos or anything like that. It was all pretty much you're teaching yourself. And I don't even know what my professor looked like. And I couldn't even tell you their name right now um, because they were that uninvolved. Uh, So I really struggled in that stupid accounting class. And (laughs) when I was in Byron Bay, I decided, you know what, I'm going to go to a coffee shop. Um, 
and I'm going to crank out all my accounting work for the week because pretty much throughout the whole summer, that's what I did. Um, every Tuesday, I would go to a coffee shop, crank out four hours of homework, so I'd get all my work done for the week in about, I'd say four to six hours, and that would be my Tuesday. It would suck because I was traveling, but the upside, it was only one day a week, you know, so it wasn't like I was doing that every day, and I would rather do that than do a little bit each day, personally. I'd rather just have one day of just cranking it all out, so Tuesdays, that's what I did. So I looked up online and I found this coffee shop and it was called Folk, I want to say it was called Folk Cafe and it was so freaking cute. So I put on a bag, put my laptop in it, my charger, notes, all that stuff that I need for the class and I walked a half an hour to this coffee shop and let me tell you, it was worth the So this cafe that I go to is absolutely just like one of the cutest cafes I've ever been to. It was adorable. So I'm hard at work, I'm getting my accounting um, all my accounting homework done and I'm sitting there and there's this guy sitting like kind of across from me at like a different table and he's on like a professional zoom meeting with someone and he's quite a character I can just tell he's being quite loud he's doing his thing definitely business professional though and I kind of just like ignore him because I'm doing my homework he's doing his thing and then he gets up after he's done with the zoom meeting and he gets up to leave and I see him almost like hesitate and he saw my camera so he came over and he started a conversation with me and he said hey like I saw your camera um I hope I not I'm like hope I'm not bothering you but um I'm just curious are you a photographer and I said oh no I wouldn't call myself that like I just do it out of you know it's like a hobby and he proceeded to like ask me if I would possibly be down to take his portraits for him. He was a gay men's mentor and he was looking for some headshots and some professional portraits. And I told him I really don't have much experience like with portraits and whatnot, but he said that was no big deal and that he would pay me and even drive me out to his place to take these photos. So I really debated and I just decided, you know what, I'll take his contact information and I'll go from there. So I get his information and I really think it over. And then the next day I reach out and I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm down. Like, I think it was just the fact like I, I got a good vibe from him. I didn't get a vibe that he was a weirdo or anything. So he drives all the way out, picks me up from my hostel. I go to his penthouse. He lives in a super nice penthouse with like four people. I take professional photos of him and he ended up paying me a hundred Australian dollars, which is equivalent to about I want to say 84 US dollars and it was just quick easy money and it was awesome and who would have known like random dude at the coffee shop just reached out and I had an opportunity it was incredible um speaking of people just you know going either way to talk to me um I was coming home that night and I went out to dinner and I was just walking back to the hostel and this guy on the street stopped me and he was very spiritual, and he just said, hey, listen, um, you don't have to stop and chat with me, but I'm getting this, like, overwhelming spiritual vibe from you, and I would love to chat with you for a minute. And, you know, most people would probably be like, weirdo on the street, I'm not, I'm not going to talk to him. But I was kind of like, mm, I got nowhere to be, why not? So I talked to him, 
And he ended up talking to me for about five minutes just about career and ambition and traveling and just about personality and all these different things. And it was weird, like talking to him, I don't even know how to, like, it's almost like I felt his energy like radiating, radiating off of him. And there's not many people that I felt like that with. I don't know how to explain, but it was like total, he's just so spiritual. He was into Buddhism and he even brought out this book and he gave it to me and he said, I'll take a donation, but you don't have to. I just really want to give you this book because I think you're going to benefit from it. So I ended up giving him $2 for this book because I only had my card on me. And funny thing, when I was in New Zealand in Christchurch, I made friends with this girl that was super spiritual and she said the same thing to me. She said that uh, she um, got the same spiritual vibe and she had that same Buddhism book. So I don't know what is in the air or what. I don't know if I radiate spirituality. It's a spirit. How do you even say it? Spirit? Spirit out? I don't know. I don't know if I radiate spirit, spiritual vibes, but apparently I do. <laughs> um, and he also like read my energy very well. Like I just remember we were talking about um, me being in college and he asked me what I'm majoring in in economics and marketing with minors in international business and environmental sustainability. And when I told him that, he said, he asked me like, oh, well, do you like it? And I was like, well, I mean, I'm passionate about it, but I wouldn't say I like it, if that makes sense. Like, I I definitely, I want to major in this because I have big life goals. But taking some of the classes I have to take, for instance, I was taking that accounting class, I hated it. So I kind of told him that and he's like, honestly, I couldn't believe it when you told me that because you don't give me energy that you would be putting your energy into courses like that. And I was like, well, what vibe do I give off then? And he's like, I honestly expected you to say marine biology. And as soon as he said that, I was kind of shook because every time that I contemplate my major, I think about going into zoology or marine biology because Honestly, I feel like that's like my higher calling. I feel like I want to work with animals so bad. I want to work with nature. And like you might be thinking, Brooke, then why don't you go into that? And honestly, it's just because I feel like I can do that without a degree. So I'm getting a business degree because I know I, if I want to go into business, I need a degree. If I want to go into that kind of stuff, I feel like I don't need a degree to go into it. That's why I have my minor in environmental sustainability. But anyways, um. Also, when I was in Byron Bay, I had this uh, motivation come over me. When I was um, traveling this summer, every here and there, I'd get um, a little like Venmo from my amazing Aunt Stephanie. And uh, she is just such an amazing person. I cannot express that enough. Stephanie, if you're listening, I love you so much. But I had this come over me where I was like, I want to send Australian gifts home to my family. So in Byron Bay, I did that. And let me tell you, that is more expensive than I ever thought it would be. I ended up spending 130 US dollars to send stuff home to my grandma, my dad, my mom, and uh, Stephanie. So if you are not included, I'm sorry, but it was $130 for all of that. Like, that's a good chunk of money just, you know, to send stuff home, which I think I'm going to do it hopefully every year if it's not crazy, crazy expensive. But like, oh my gosh, I was shocked. I honestly... I think I expected to spend no more than $50. So when they said 130 I was like, holy shit, that's like a lot. Um, But... 
Oh my gosh. Okay, that night, I get back to the hostel. I tell everyone about my crazy day. You know, oh my gosh, I took these portraits of this guy. Got a hundred Australian dollars from it. Like, what is it? What is life? Met this guy in the cafe, right? <laughs> and I'm looking over at these notes, and um, it says the the girl asking if I was on Tinder. That girl, she comes up in the next episode. But um, this girl asked me casually at uh, dinner, not dinner. I don't know. I think there was dinner that night. There was like, there's these things called snags. And isn't that what they're called? I think that's what they're called. They're in Australia and they're pretty much hot dogs or sausages. And instead of using like a hot dog bun, they use bread and they put like barbecue sauce on it or ketchup or mustard or, you know, all that jazz. And they put um, onions on it too, like caramelized onions. Anyways, so I think we were eating that and I was with my roommates and I met this girl and she was like, oh my gosh, are you on Tinder? And I was like, yeah. And I kind of just like, I, I don't know. I just kind of like defended myself. I don't know why I did, but I was like, but you know, I only really use it for like making friends, which is kind of true. Like I do only really use it to make friends while I'm traveling and whatnot and see where the wind takes me. But, um, yeah, that night I met some crazy people. I had one girl tell me that she uh, had a threesome with two guys and found out that one of them was engaged or something. Oh, no, there's two. Two of them were engaged. I'm reading the notes. Yeah, so that was insane. Um, then we all decided to go to this piano bar, and there was a girl that was like, I don't know. She was, we were all dancing and she started dancing with me at the piano bar and she gave me freaking crazy eyes. Like, like think like orange is the new black and think crazy eyes. She gave me them and I was like, oh my gosh, she's going to kill me. And then her friend was like, she's crazy. Like ignore her. And I was like, okay. Um, and it was funny cause that whole night I did not think I was drunk at all. I thought I was pretty dang sober and, um, I was convinced I was until we went outside and I was not cold when it was freaking freezing out. Everyone everyone was like literally shocked that I was not cold. And I was like, well, guys, I'm from Michigan. Like, I don't know. But they were freezing. And I think I want to I want to say it was 50 degrees. Um, this next thing is, like I said in the beginning of this episode, I fell in love with Byron Bay. And... There was like a few reasons for that, and we'll get to that in a second too. But one of the reasons was when I was on my way to the penthouse with the guy that I was, you know, going to be taking his professional portraits, I um, I really fell in love with the area that his penthouse was in. Um, and it was mostly because it was just green, hilly farmland, literally 20 minutes right outside Byron Bay. So you have a 20 minute drive to the beach, which that's further than the beach than I'd prefer to live. But like, you could have chickens, you could have little goats, you could, you know, like you could have freaking alpacas. Like I, I, it's one of my dreams to have Highland cows. I think it would just be so cute and so awesome. Um, that's really basic, but I just, I could do that in Byron Bay. Like there, there's farmland right outside surfing land. And it was like, oh my gosh, I, there's not many places that I loved enough to put on my list of potential places to settle down, but Byron Bay made that list as soon as I saw the farmland. And then especially right before I was about to leave and we'll get to that, but I fell in love with that place. Um, this is totally 
off topic from that. <laughs> We're going to just jump around as, you know, per usual. But one of, I think the next night, um, I was chatting with one of my roommates and we were talking about our drink of choice. And he told me that his drink of choice is an espresso martini. So I told him I had no idea what that was. And I was like, I definitely should try that if that's your drink of choice. And he's like, oh my gosh, he, like, he was so shook. I want to say he was from like Austria or something. And he's like, you've never had an espresso martini. And I was like, no, I have not. So he's like, you know what? This hostel actually sells really good espresso martinis. Like the bartenders here are actually pretty good. So I go to the bar and I figure we're all going to go out tonight, right? So I get an espresso martini. I'm drinking with like this big group of friends from the hostel. And I finish my espresso martini. And I figure like we're going to go out, right? No, I was very, very let down. (laughs) I finished my espresso martini. I'm tipsy. I am energized. And everyone decides not to go out on a freaking Thursday night. I was like, why not? So what am I, what, what am I supposed to do? I have all this energy. Like, what is your girl supposed to do? So I decide I'm going to go on a little midnight stroll. So everyone goes to bed. I leave the hostel because I have energy. And I go on this midnight stroll. And I came back and I ended up talking for hours with my amazing roommates that night. Um... That night, I also did something really freaking stupid. When I think of, like, dumbest things I've ever done, this is easily in top three. So, I follow this company that was having a giveaway, and I decided to participate in it because I was like, oh, that's really cute stuff. Like, why not? So, you know, I liked the post, saved it, tagged three friends, whatever. You know, it's like an Instagram giveaway. And I get a text, uh, like, later on that night that was like, hey, um, and it was not from the original page. It was one... From, it was from one that was like the ambassador or something of that company. And they were like, hey, we're just reaching out because you won the giveaway. And I was like, sweet. And they're like, all we need you to do now is to prov- provide your card number and your um, address and you're all good to go. And I really was sketched out. And I remember debating for like a good 10 minutes. I was like, that seems weird that I would have to provide my card number for a giveaway. You know, it's called a giveaway for a reason. I get having to provide your location because they have to ship the stuff. But um, in the corner of the screen, it said something like, we don't use your card number for anything but verification purposes, making sure. I don't know. And I decided to provide that information. I know. Very dumb. Very stupid. I don't know what I was thinking. And the minute that I clicked confirm or whatever, submit, I was... Like, why did I just do that? Like, it, like, came over me. I was like, I am dumb. So, (laughs) of course, it came out that those were scammers. And I had to get in contact with my bank and be like, yo. I had, like, changed my thing to where pretty much, like, I pretty much had to change the settings on my card. So, that way, um, they, uh, I wouldn't charge me unless... It, the transaction was where my phone was located, if that makes sense. And it's still like that to this day. Um, speaking of being stupid, um, there is this lighthouse in Byron Bay. It is the most eastern point you can go in Australia. Um, fun fact, uh, the most eastern place you can go in like the world is actually in New Zealand. And like I said, um, 
pretty much in like almost every podcast. I went to New Zealand after Australia and we, when I was with Michaela, my friend, um, we debated on going there, but we decided not to because I want to say it was three or four hours just out of the way. We would have just went to whatever it was called um, just to see the sunrise and then, you know, leave. But yeah, I did go to the most eastern point in Australia, Byron Bay. And the first time I went to go find the lighthouse, I ended up missing whatever turn. I missed some turn of the hike and I ended up at this place called the Pass. And the Pass is this spot where surfers go and you get really good waves and it is crystal blue waters and it's absolutely just freaking beautiful. And I ended up spending like a good half an hour just staring out at the surfers, staring out at the water, taking pictures, taking videos, taking it all in. And I was literally in love. And that was the moment that I decided, yeah, Byron Bay, I could move here. I could do this every day. I could do this lifestyle. I love this place. <laughs> um, the next day, I remember that night I came home and I talked to my roommates at the hostel. And I told them how I found the pass, but I told them how I got lost and I could not find the lighthouse. And they were like, how in the world did you miss the lighthouse? Like, it is such a straight shot. So... The next day I headed out and I ended up finding the lighthouse. So I did get to the most eastern point of Australia and it was really cool. Also, my roommate Raft, the one that told me about the espresso martini, he told me that he had the best buffalo chicken sandwich that he's ever had in his life at this place called Main Street Burger. So the day that I was leaving um, Byron Bay to go to Sydney, which is a long journey, by the way, it's 14 hours or something um, in the bus. Um... I stopped there before I headed to the bus station and that was a really freaking good buffalo chicken sandwich. I wouldn't say it's best I've ever had, but it's definitely in top three. So I highly recommend Main Street Burger get their buffalo chicken sandwich. When I got to the bus stop, I ran into this girl that I previously saw um, at other bus stops and I I met her in Noosa, I want to say, but we ended up hitting it off and the bus was two hours late that day and we were taking the Greyhound. Um... And usually I never had an issue in my whole five weeks of being in Australia of a bus being late, except for maybe 20 minutes, if that. But it was two hours late. And in those two hours, we kept making jokes about going and getting gelato because there looked like there was this place in Byron Bay that was, it looked like it had just delicious gelato, but I never ended up stopping because I was never hungry. And then finally I was hungry and I was like, I think we should just take a run for it. And we really, really debated it. But then we said like, oh, with our luck, the bus would literally come the minute that we get up to go get gelato. So we end up staying and it actually wasn't a bad two hours. We end up chatting the night away and yeah, that's pretty much all I have for Byron Bay. So the next episode is going to be on Sydney, Australia, you know, classic Finding Nemo. Um... And that's a pretty good episode. I'm going to have a guest on next time. Like I said in the beginning of the podcast, I'll find, maybe I'll have like Abby on or something. Um, She's a good one. But I'm going to try with the New Zealand episodes to get a whole bunch of new voices, new opinions, new stories. So be looking forward to that. And um, I hope that you guys just have a phenomenal week. And I'm sorry about all of this uh, lateness. (laughs) But thanks for hanging in there. I'll see you guys next time I see you guys with a brand new podcast.